The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. It is indeed that time again. Welcome back to my program, Afternoons with Mike, heard daily here on the Shepherd Radio Network. With me today for her second visit to the studio. And uh, boy, we get to spend the whole show together today. I'm looking forward to this one. Naisha Harrington is here. Naisha, welcome to our program. Always a pleasure to be here. It, it was really great to meet you. What I remember, it was over a year ago uh, that you were here, and I think you were talking about an event yep. back then as well. Mm-hmm. But what I remembered about you is that you're from Jacksonville, yes. Yes. and and you were one of the most enthusiastic people I think I've ever talked to. <laughs> you, you've just got this radiant smile yeah. and you know, it's clear that God's done a work in your he life. Has. He has. Yeah, he has. And it shows. Yeah, he has. He absolutely has. He literally has just been my rock yeah. and my strong tower. And it's just been a blessing to walk with him and just allow him to develop me and process me over the years. And he's just really been a great father to me. And I uh, could not be more grateful. You know, we live in a time, and I know you see this all the time. We live in a time of confusion. There's mm-hmm. so much out there in the culture. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids are mm-hmm. being taught things at young ages. We're, we're talking, you know, we've seen the mess that's happened here in Florida with, uh, you know, the the people pushing back on the don't say gay bill mm-hmm. and, and all of that. And these kids are having to be I think confronted mm-hmm. with things that you, that I know you probably didn't have to mm-hmm. at that age, mm-hmm. but it's causing confusion. And there's sadly so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I know that's one of the things that your uh, probably your ministry aims at is helping people, helping women, especially through those rough waters, but they are rough, aren't they? They are. And I have two teenagers. My, my son is 17 years old. He's actually getting ready to graduate from high school now, getting ready for college. Wow. And then I have a 16-year-old daughter. Yep. Amen. <laughs> it has been a road, but God has been so good to us. And so my daughter, she's 16 years old and she's in 11th grade. So I, I've spent a lot of a great deal of time dealing with their foundation and making sure they knew who they were, their identity in Christ Jesus, and really developing them through the years and really walking them through different things or different steps in their life. And so our ministry aims to help women, but I know that we're not just helping women, we're helping families. We're helping teenagers. We're helping people all over the world. When you get the woman, you get the whole family, right? So there's not just her you get the, the the marriage, the children, whatever else that she's going yeah. through. And so it's important that we pour into um, one another. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. So I really believe it's important that we begin to sharpen each other. And this is the way that we're going to do it through this conference. I just really believe that this is a time to really pour it into people. And for such a time as this, where there is a lot of confusion, where there is a lot of anxiety, but to remind people of the word of God and that his promises are truly yes and amen. They are. And he will not change his mind. The Bible says he does not lie. You know, God does not lie. And we have to stand on his promises in this season. Very important. So when you are talking to young ladies and you, again, your, your ministry reaches all ages, but mm-hmm. when you talk to these, especially the younger women mm-hmm. today, and, and they really are, are confused about it, they're let down. I think the culture has let a lot of people down, disappointed people that we put our 
you know, our hope that they would lead well. And we've just seen so many times where that wasn't the case. What advice do you give people about, uh, you know, the, maybe they are nominal in their understanding of God. What advice do you give them? How do you approach it? Well, I remember when I was 21 years old and I was an undergrad and I remember just being faced what I felt like was just complete darkness. And I think I mentioned this last time, but let me just reiterate it because it was a very important piece of my life and my foundation with Jesus Christ. And I just remember in this place of just being so dark, you know, naturally and spiritually and just crying out for maybe like two weeks hysterically, you know, I would cook and cry mm. out. I would drive and cry. Out. I would take a shower and cry out because I could not find my way clear. And so uh, at the last day, I just remember telling the Lord, I'm done. I'm done. And it wasn't that I didn't have family around me, but I hadn't even told them what I was going through at the time. I hadn't told anyone because I could not think my way clear. And when I called out for him, Mm-hmm. And I remember having a dream and he came to me in the dream and him answering me, telling me that he had my back. I believed him and the love and the mercy and the grace that he extended to me is what I want to extend to his people today. These are not my people. These are his people. My job as a conduit, as a vessel of God is to extend his love on earth mm-hmm. as it already is in heaven and pray that through that love, through, through preaching, teaching, and ministering the gospel, that somehow they would come to recognize that he loves them so much and that they don't have to stay where they are and that God has grace and he has mercy for them. And that is my message. My message is to share Christ, love people, and advance the gospel through connecting and, and communion with other people. You know, we're living in this culture right now where so many people they would look at what you say and they would not even have a, a frame of reference mm-hmm. ab- about an encounter. Cause what you're describing, you had an, an encounter, encounter with God mm-hmm. and it was m- not just a mental ascent, mm-hmm. but it was uh, every part of your being, your, yes. your whole, your emotion, your spirit, mm-hmm. your, your body, you, you had an encounter with God, the living God. Mm-hmm. And he made a difference in your life. He did. He did. And I remember And that was at 21 years old. So I hadn't studied the Bible. I hadn't dove into it. But once I had that encounter, I wanted to spend the rest of my life seeking after the God who sought after me. Mm -hmm. And I remember going into uh, Bethel Baptist in Tallahassee at church. And I remember digging into King James Bible. You know, if you read King James, you're like, oh, my gosh, what is he saying? But I didn't give up because he didn't give up on me. Right. And, And from 21 to now. I have never stopped loving the Lord and, and and seeking his face because of that one encounter. I believe that when you have a divine encounter with God, it really will shift the trajectory of your life. And for me, that was it. And so I'm radical Christian for God because I know what he did for me. Mm-hmm. I know what he did for me. I know where I was. If nobody else knows, I know. I know where he picked me up from. I know how much he cared for me and loved me. It wasn't that I was doing all the right things. It's just that he saw me. There's a word uh, uh, in the uh, uh, Greek called El Roy He. God sees me, right? You remember this in the Bible with Hagar, right? Where God sees you, actually as Hebrew, where God sees you. And and, and I feel like he saw me. He saw me yeah. in that moment, cry out to him. And it just goes to confirm that he is near to the brokenhearted. You know, and it's wonderful that that happened to you at a time where you weren't, let's say, just mentally aware of every aspect of the word. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the reality 
forced you into the word mm-hmm. and you became to know him. And so I, I think so many people, they, they just are, aren't quite ready to believe that God still speaks mm-hmm. the way he, he does. Mm-hmm. And he did. I mean, yes, you think does. about Paul, you talk about a one encounter with the mm-hmm. Lord that changed him forever, mm-hmm. knocked him off a horse yeah. and really changed his name. And yeah. he was a different person from he that was. moment on. And, but that aspect, we know that while the Bible uh, is not continually being written. Thank God we have the word. Amen. It's there. The canon is set. Yes. But that does not mean that w- these encounters with God are over. And, and that's what's happened to so, so many people. And that's the hope that I think you offer through this uh, conference. And I want to go ahead and mention this. Yeah. It's a two-day conference. Yes. It's called Women Arise Conference yes. 2022 breakthrough is here now yes. that's exciting right yes there. it is <laughs> a lot of people say wait a minute uh, w- uh breakthrough yeah there's hope yeah. yeah there really is hope friends Amen. and, and you can register today uh, by going to this website go to arise global ministries.com yes. arise global ministries.com and understand that if you have .net or .org, they all work, right? They all work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's good. You got all the domains yes. covered. Yes. AriseGlobalMinistries.com. And uh, it's going to be held at Church in the Sun. Yes. Our good friends over there. Yes, yes, yes. It's a beautiful facility. Beautiful facility. I mean, just an anointed place of God. I mean, the first day I walked in to Church in the Sun, I knew the spirit of the Lord was there. And I knew that that's where I wanted to have the conference. So when they confirmed it and they were excited to welcome us, I said, wow, this is this is just God's divine intervention for us in yeah. this season. Alex, yeah. is a, he's been on my program before. Oh, wow. And I love that guy. Amen. I met him years ago when he was at Calvary Assembly. Oh, really? And now it's called Calvary Orlando. But back in the day, a good friend that I would come visit was also on staff there. And through him, I got to know Alex wow. and uh, just so wow. love that man. He's the real deal lover of Jesus. Amen. Amen. He really Amen. is. Just confirms it even the more, right? <laughs> yeah, it really is. So tell us a little bit about what's going to go on at this conference. So we have a two-day conference. And the first day is uh, worship, praise, prayer, ministry. We have over 40 vendors who are going to be there. And these are not any kind of vendors because we have about four, five, six breakout sessions, and they're going to be tailored to that. So we have uh, one of our ladies from the Breast Cancer Foundation. She'll be testing women um, if they need that testing. We'll wow. have the Christian Chamber of Commerce. Uh, they'll be there as well. So we have some amazing vendors because we want to be able to give them practical applications once they leave, things that they can utilize once they get back into the community from this conference. So our two-day conference, the first day is just going to be poured into the women spiritually. And the second day, we have these breakout sessions. So it's Kingdom Women in Identity, Kingdom Women in Marriages and Future Wives, Kingdom Women in Business, which you know Krista Parker, she'll be uh, talking about that. Uh, We're going to have Kingdom Women and the Seasons of Our Life talking about the different seasons that we go through as women and how to really navigate through some of those obstacles in our lives. You know, we have more in life than we have apart. 
sometimes we don't always feel that way because we feel like our situations are very unique. But you'll you'll be surprised that when you get with others, other women, other people in general, you will find that some of us have went through some of the same things. And when the Bible says iron sharpens iron, I believe that that's what that means. There is something that I can offer and there's something that you can offer. And when we get together, boy, anything can happen. Anything can happen. And so when the Lord put this conference on my heart and he kept saying to me, healing, Naisha, I want to heal my people. I want to heal my people. And I immediately knew that he was about to break through on some things that people have been going through for years. Some people have been praying for years for some of the same things over and over again. And just been kind of asking the Lord, when? Mm-hmm. When? When, God? When is this going to happen? And or even how? last, or how? How? Yeah. How? We've been asking these questions for years. Or when is my child going to come back home? Or when am I going to get healed? Or when is this is when is this going to happen? When is that going to happen? And I believe that through this conference, God is going to show up in a mighty, powerful way, and a lot of the women are going to experience breakthrough. Well, they need it. Yes. I, I think really, it doesn't take a lot of discernment to look around and realize yeah. people need what. The those of us that know the Lord and love the Lord and are walking according, that doesn't mean uh, when we're walking according to his purpose, doesn't mean that we never have problems or we never have difficulties. Right. You have plenty of them, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. because you're alive and yeah. you're human. Yeah. We all have that. But boy, oh boy, when we have hope mm. and hope seems yes. to be in low supply today. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what you're offering. And that's this. what I'm offering through this yeah. is just a reminder of what his word says. Now you talked about all these vendors are going to be there. That kind of brings it like a feel of almost like an expo then. So there's going to be uh, in the breaks, there's going to be lots of things to do and lots of people to talk to. Yeah. the, The purpose of that is fellowship. I know that we've come out of this COVID and of course we're still dealing with some aftermath and some things throughout of it. But I really believe that this is a time of fellowship and connecting. I really want people to get that connection. Mm-hmm. So even when they're out there with the vendors, I have food that's going to be free and I'm going to close the doors to the sanctuary while we're not in session and almost force them to fellowship because I think it's so important for us to connect mm-hmm. in this time. We are not alone. We are not alone. And I know the enemy has tried to get us in isolation and say that we're by ourselves and our situation is so unique. Nobody can identify with me, but that's not true. That's not true. So I wanted to create an atmosphere where people can connect and people connect best with food and and just different things that I feel like they can use. And that's what the vendors are. Vendors are areas or, or businesses that I feel like is going to enhance the women or give them practical applications on how they can. You've mentioned a couple of them. Do you have any others that come to your mind right off the top of your head? We have uh, one of my friends, she has a nonprofit organization um, where she's going to be helping some of the low income families with housing. Okay. Um, so she's going to be her and her husband are working in an organization where they're going to be putting down down payments So they're going to be working on that. Again, Mm. the Breast Cancer Foundation, again, the Christian Chamber of Commerce. Oh, my gosh, it's so many. It's so many. I can't even name them right now. But it's a lot. It's a lot. It sounds like it's going to be fun. And again, you have breakfast and lunch provided. A powerful girl chat. What's that all about? So that's part of our sessions, our panel sessions, where we're actually sitting on the stage. And everything is streamed. So we're going to be streaming out in Africa and Dubai and all over the world. Oh my goodness. They can tune in to this conference and we're going to be having these girl chats where we're talking about stuff like seasons of our life, like what, how, how we're navigating through certain situations, how we're dealing with parenting, 
you know, and this generation and this time is totally different than when I grew up. I grew up with my great grandmother. I grew up my, so it was a totally different ball game when it came to parenting. This is different. This is totally different. I feel like we can offer so much advice to one another. So mm-hmm. we're going to have these sessions where we're girl talking, panel talk, and we're going to have discussions on just everyday life situations that I feel like we can all you know, benefit from. It's the Women Arise Conference yes. 2022 Breakthrough is here August 5th and 6th, and it's going to be at the Church in the Sun Auditorium and their building, which is at 4484 North John Young Parkway in Orlando. And uh, you offered some uh, to our listeners who jump in. Why don't you share about that? We've got just a minute left here in this first break. Absolutely. So I love the Lord's people. And one of the things that I wanted to do different with this conference than I did last conference is to offer a sponsorship of women who either couldn't afford it or just really want to come to the conference. And so I'm offering uh, just 50 for, for all of you listeners that are out there, 50 listeners who decide to sign up today. And I'm going to provide that jot form. Five Oh, five Oh, wow. 50 listeners free tickets into Women Arise Conference wow. 2022. And that includes your both days and your food as well. Wow. <laughs> well, you can't beat that, friends. And if you'd like information on it, that's, again, the Women Arise Conference. And all you have to do is go to this website, ariseglobalministries.com, and uh, register there. Or And you'll want to actually, I think, get in touch with, uh, with you, Aisha. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, th- to do that, what's your email address? You can go to Arise Global Ministries 2021 at gmail.com. If you email me, I'll email you that jot form and you can register today with your free wow. sponsorship. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. We'll have that a couple of other times. My guest today, Naisha Harrington. We'll be back with her in a moment. Don't go away. This is Afternoons with Mike. If you are nearing 65 years of age and need to compare Medicare supplement plans, here is great news. You can speak to a licensed professional independent insurance agent at Affordable One Insurance in Orlando. You'll find them to be so trustworthy and helpful. And at Affordable One, there is no cost or obligation for your call. Comparing plans can be confusing. Get the help you need at Affordable One. Call 407-965-4166. That's 407-965-4166. If you've considered the natural beauty of a wood floor, then go with a winner. Ability Wood Flooring has been a trusted source and family-owned and operated since 1950. Ability Wood Flooring is voted best of the best and are featured on A&E's Zombie House Flipping. Ability proudly works with Florida's top builders, winning many awards in the Parade of Homes. Get a free design consultation today. AbilityWoodFlooring.com EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years experience, EC Waters is a top trained comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. Back again for segment two with Naisha Harrington. Naisha is here talking about not only her ministry, but a, a, a really cool women's conference that's coming up next week, yeah. the 5th and 6th, a two-day conference. And they'll have breakout sessions and, of course, main sessions. They've got breakfast and lunch provided. Mm-hmm. So people now, will, will the people that you're giving these scholarships 
be able to take care of uh, advantage of that too? Absolutely. They will have everything that someone who is purchasing a ticket is going to get. They're sponsored. So they oh are. Goodness. So yeah, yeah. All right. So friends, she's offered a bunch of uh, scholarships. So please uh, understand if you'd like to go to this, Give us that that uh, email address, and they then, can go to Arise Global Ministries twenty twenty one dot I'm at gmail dot com. Arise Global Ministries Global Ministries twenty twenty one twenty twenty one at gmail dot com. So mm-hmm. that must be when you started that. And yes, okay, that's, yes, that's your year of that's my year of establishment. Yes, that's good. Yeah, you know, uh, Naisha, uh, I remember the again your background. Uh, and you've told us a little bit about that initial call on your life when you didn't even know the Lord. You really didn't know that much about the Bible, but the call was so real. It was mm-hmm. so powerful. It was life changing in a real sense. I mean, your life is different. Let's kind of pick up from there. How did you get from there to where you are to now? So when the Lord, when I had that divine encounter with the Lord uh, at 21 years old, I just began to go to church and just buy every Bible study, everything that I could get into to learn the word of God. I did at this time I was in Tallahassee, still an undergrad at Florida state and FAMU still in college, but I just started being a student of the word. And let me tell you, I didn't understand anything in the word starting out, but I was so uh, focused on learning God, learning who he is that I kept diving into the word of God. I was so committed to him. And so when I left college 2011, I moved to Orlando area and I started going to a church here where I kind of grew in ministry. And I remember when I first got here, uh, I was sitting in my house and I was studying the word of God. I didn't have a church at the time. And I just remember the Lord calling my name. And I was like, Lord, you know, this is before I read about Samuel and Eli, uh, the Lord calling mm. his name. But I just remember the Lord calling my name. And at that time, several different people previously was talking about a church and they kept saying the church's name. And at that moment, I knew I knew that he was calling me to get planted and rooted in a church. So Tuesday on a Tuesday, I got up, took the kids to uh, school and then went to this church. Well, at the time they had like a gravel pit and I was like, Lord, I don't know why I'm going in this church. Uh, but I felt so called to this church at that time. And I sat outside and me and the Lord had a little moment. Cause I'm like, Lord, I don't know what to tell them. So I'm not going in the church. Well, finally he won. I got up, I went into the church, but at this particular church, they had an administrative door where you walk in this door and they had a phone and say, Hey, if you need any help, pick up the phone, and call us and we'll come down and open the door and we'll help you. Well, I was fussing with the Lord again. And I said, Lord, I'm not picking up the phone and because I don't know what to say. It wasn't that I just didn't want to be obedient. It's so just this that, wasn't a Sunday morning. No, this, this was is, during this the week on a, Tuesday. on a Tuesday. And uh, we were there. And so I decided I'm not picking up the phone. I didn't. But I started looking at the stuff on the wall from the church. And I was as I was getting ready to leave, uh, someone opened the door. Mm. And, and they was like, Hey, you know, can, can we help you? And I was like, well, I just need to talk to somebody. Cause of course I didn't know why I was there. <laughs> um, and he was like, well, is it anybody particular you want to talk to? And I said, um, you know, just somebody. And he was like, well, you could talk to me. I'm the pastor. And at that time I knew that he would be my pastor where immediately he didn't go back to his office. We went to the conference room and I just began to pour out 
just my process with the Lord at that time. Like I had a divine encounter with the Lord at 21 and I feel so stirred up for the Lord. And he was like, we got to get you in Bible study. We got to get you into the word of God. Just keep studying, keep studying. And let me tell you within 10 years, I can count on one hand that I actually missed Bible study. Wow. I was so devoted to the Lord and it had nothing to do with me wanting to minister or preach or any of that. I just was seeking the Lord who sought after me. I wanted to know more about him. I wanted to know about this God who just divinely uh, intervened in my life when I was at my lowest of the lowest. And I wanted to know more about him. And so I got in Bible study and I started studying the word of God. The more I study, the more I just begin to just uh, retain scripture and begin to quote them and apply them in everyday situations. And I was like, oh, wow, you know, I can't believe I remembered that. Um, And then I started getting into discipleship classes, spiritual maturity classes, really, really, really being a a student of the word. And some of the women that are coming from my conference remember that time period that I was going through. They were actually there watching me and they will be there, there to sit on my panel. Um, And so it's going to be so phenomenal because there are people there who actually saw me study and grow in the word of God and grow as a young minister. It's got to be fun for you to see the new things that God's doing and Mm -hmm. the people that will be, will be there for the first time. But you have this heritage aspect of your own heritage of uh, their being with you during that very early time. Mm -hmm. That's really wonderful. Well, one of the ladies told me we were sitting at, uh, I had a dinner for my team as we were preparing for the conference. And she was like, you guys don't know. Listen, I'm telling you, she's legit. She's, she's real. She's, she's authentic to her core. I've watched her. Mm -hmm. I saw the struggle. I saw it. And just, this is just a testimony that that girl has uh, been called by the Lord. And when she said that it just hit me that there were women in the room who actually saw me studying. And I remember, cause I was a single mother at the time and I, I, I wasn't going to leave my kids at home. So I took them to all the minister meetings, everything, everything, every meeting. So my kids have grown up in church from the time they were born, from the time that I rededicated my life to the Lord. So that's all they've ever known. How was old were they during this initial time? Two months and one year old. Oh my They're goodness. Only one year part. So You're not just kidding. Up, they I'm grew not up. just kidding. Yeah. They grew up in ministry. So a lot of yeah. ministers have had their hands helping them through BBS and Bible study. So they've really been in church, right? They've been in church. So wow. it has been so, um, just such a, an amazing experience with God. Just as he, and everything hasn't been perfect. But the moment he told me when I had that divine encounter that he had my back, I believed him. So I knew that no matter what I went through in life, that he would be with me. And the call on my life, I remember going to a pastor and leadership conference with Bishop Jates, Bishop T.D. Jates. And he had a conference for all these pastors and leaders. And I just remember being stirred up, just like, oh, my gosh, I'm called to minister the gospel. I'm called. I just knew it. I just knew it. And I had all kinds of dreams and confirmations and prophetic words spoken over me. And I just knew it. And when I came back from the conference, I, I set up a meeting with my pastor and I was I just say, hey, I want to talk to you because this thing in me is fire, like fire <laughs> shot up in my bones. That's it. And I, this is the word of God is in me so strong. And I just want to tell everybody about it. You and Jeremiah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. Got to tell everybody about it. Yeah. When you you're do. excited about the Lord, when you're excited about yeah. what God's doing, yeah. you can't keep it in. Yeah. You don't want to hold it in. Yeah. You don't want to keep it in. You know, God is not a God that needs to be kept quiet. Uh, the Bible says we, we're supposed to let our light shine. 
right? Let our light shine. We are a light that's set on a hill that should not, cannot be hidden. And you want to let your light shine. And at this time I was so excited for what God was doing in my life. And I just wanted everyone to know. So I remember going into his office and I was telling him that I feel like I was called and he says, okay, I want you to go into the minister's meetings now. And he says, and when you go, let them know that I sent you there. I didn't know it was going to be full of men, but, but so that's the reason why he said that. But I remember, I remember when I first spoke, um, and the Lord said, um, you know, just give them this word. I gave them the word and they affirmed that God had called me. Um, and it was just such an incredible experience and so many of them around me right now. That's really wonderful mm-hmm. to have that kind of support. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds like you have been taken care of in mm-hmm. that way. I have. And your children are continuing in their walk as they well. They are continuing their walk. They're taking their friends to church. Uh, they're part of crew on their campus at Lake, uh, Lake Howell uh, High School. And uh. so they are really, really for the Lord. They're ministering. They're praying for people. They are serious about Jesus. And I remember uh, somebody told me before in middle school, you know, your kids are getting ready to be, you know, teenagers. You got to watch out. You got to watch out. And I was like, no, not my kids. My kids are going to serve the Lord. And I remember praying over them and they have done just that. They are ministry all by themselves. I can post one picture of one of them and everybody will comment because they know they're just a ministry. They're just a breath of fresh air. Now, will your daughter be with you in this conference? She will. Actually, both of them will be there. Oh, really? Yeah. They're both serving them. Yeah. Both are serving the Lord. They're always there serving the Lord. They love the Lord. They love the Lord. Now, you mentioned earlier that Crystal Parker, who's with the chamber, uh, and of course, I've seen you at the chamber meetings as well. Yes. Are you a part of the every month meetings? No, I'm not a part of every month. Actually, Crystal, the first time I met her was at my last conference. And actually, Don Simply, which is one of our mutual friends, introduced us. And at that time I was building the panel. That was my first conference ever. And I was like, you know, we got to grab some women for Kingdom Women in Business. And Don was like, I know Crystal Parker. It's one of my good friends. Let me see if she'll do it. And Crystal automatically said yes. Well, she came to the conference and it was incredible. She actually sat on the panel at that time. And probably not since that conference, which was in like March or June, uh, I hadn't spoken to her at all. And then all of a sudden the Lord just put this thing on my heart about Crystal. And I was like, Lord, wait wait a minute. Is she okay? Do I need to pray? And I remember him saying, she's okay, but she's going to reach out to you. And I tell you, not even a week later, Crystal reaches out to me and say, Hey girl, how are you doing? She's just amazing. She's an amazing woman of God. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like the Lord is telling me that you need to be our next speaker at the Christian Chamber of Commerce. And so I was actually their first kickoff speaker for January, which was sold out, just lit up the place. God's glory was in that place. And so I actually was their first speaker in January. And, and that'd be this year. And that yeah. was in this year. And so God has just really been moving so fast. You know, it's so much uh, fun to see after this pandemic experience, mm-hmm. uh, how everything is happening right now. And people are coming back to these meetings. Yeah, it, There's a lot going on. And uh, we have a new radio show that's beginning wow. with uh, Mark Goldstein. I think you know Mark. Yes, yes. Incredible. He, Incredible he's guy. a wonderful guy. Yeah. And it's going to be called The Shepherd at Work, sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber. I cannot so, wait. I cannot wait for that. It's really going to be great to have them on. And that that program will start on the 6th 
Uh, that is Saturday the 6th, and uh, that's the a day you're going to be still meeting on that very day when Mark's show will uh, will begin. And that will be at 10.05 in the morning for those of you that would know Mark and would like to listen to that one, that first show. Uh, you know, going back to this event that's coming up, it's now, it's really not that far off. It's a week, actually a week from Friday. Yes that this uh, conference will be. It's only a two-day conference. Yeah. And if you've just tuned in, uh, we've gotten an unbelievably generous gift for listeners. Uh, the first 50 listeners, ladies that would like to register, uh, will be doing so with a scholarship. Yeah. So you can contact uh, Naisha and give us that address one more time. That email address is Arise Global Ministries 2021 at gmail.com. And I'll have to add that if it's okay. Sure. I'll add that on our link on Thank our Facebook so page. Yes. And that will help people as well. So you'll be able to go to the website, theshepherdradio.com, where our website is, uh, and also the Facebook page by going to Facebook. And I think it's forward slash the shepherd. And all you have to do is go, if not, just go to the search bar, type in the Shepherd Orlando, and we will come up and you'll be able to get that. Uh, this is really cool. Uh, this would be your second conference. Is yes, that right? My second conference. Now, what in the world happened to you that gave you this idea of starting a conference? That seems like in this day and age, such a, a an undertaking. Yeah. So the conference was just a conduit that I felt like God used to to, to um, connect women from all over, all mm -hmm. over the world. So he put this thing in my heart, this global ministry. And actually I had been serving in church as one of the leaders and December, 2021, the Lord put on my heart to start this Facebook group. See, we were going through this COVID uh, season and a lot of the churches had been closed and a lot of the women were reaching out and some of them were having some of the same concerns and issues and just really, really needed to be empowered and encourage. And so he gave me this idea to start this uh, Facebook group. And right now is, is, oh my gosh, there's so many women there, thousands of women there. And the ministry has grown at least 2000 or more. It's grown so huge in just one year and a couple months. Uh, but January 1st, 2021, he had me launch this group. And then February, he spoke to me and he says, Naisha, I want you to take the women off of Facebook and begin to minister to them in person. And I was like, okay, Lord, I've never done this before. Uh, so I knew that he was going to continue the women's ministry, mm -hmm. but this was a way that he wanted to pour into women all over the globe. Hmm. So not just the women in our community, but women all over in Africa and Dubai and, and wherever that he wanted to pour into them. And so this was just an opportunity that he, you know, a, a conduit that he wanted to use to pour into them. Go ahead. Do you have uh, contacts in those places? Like I Africa? Do, I do not. But let me tell you, I have not, I've had so many women reach out to me from these different countries, other pastors, other leaders, other women pastors and saying, Naisha, can you pray for me? I see what you're doing on Facebook. I see what and I, I, the Lord sent them. The Bible says the Lord gives increase. So I don't worry about how I'm going to receive the people. I just trust God. I'm just being obedient to whatever he's called me to do. And I know that my heart for him and my heart for him, his people is just so huge. It's wow. so huge. Yeah. That's uh, really cool to see the word global in your, your name. It's yeah. in your, your domain. 
And but it's there for a purpose. It's, it's not purpose. just uh, there to impress. Yeah. You guys are really reaching out beyond the shores of America yes. and uh, Dubai as well. Yep. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've uh, never been to that area of the world, nor Africa, <laughs> but I know a lot about them because I have a friend that lived there and still does probably live there in Dubai. And uh, that is uh, an, an entirely different culture. It is. I've gotten a couple invites for like from Uganda and some other places where they would love, you know, to have me come and speak. You know, I'm going to pray about it. And, and God opens that door. I absolutely will travel. So have you done that kind of traveling out of our area? here? I have yet? not. I have not. I just told the Lord, whatever you want me to do. I just know my heart is so big for his people. That's wonderful. That That is just it. I have a heart for his people. I remember as a young girl, uh, I don't know if some people remember, but TV used to go off back in the days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, hold that story. We're go up ahead. against a break. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Naisha Harrington. And we'll hear the TV story when we come back. If you need help with your bookkeeping but can't afford to hire a full-time employee, The Good Books Company is your answer. The Good Books Company is a total bookkeeping solution, working with most industries and offering a free, no-obligation discovery session. The Good Books Company can help you clean up and catch up on all your bookkeeping needs. Visit them at goodbooks.com. That's goodbooks.com. Or call 321-356-0774. That's 321-356-0774. Palm Beach Atlantic University, Orlando offers three distinct areas of study. An evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, an evening Bachelor's of Science in Human Services, and our new Daytime Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. All of our courses are offered at our beautiful campus on Millennia Boulevard. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 844-PBA-ORLANDO. That's 844-PBA-ORLANDO. Are you looking for the right franchise to open your own business? Green Flag Franchise has the experience and knowledge to help match your business plan with your goals and values. Is your business ready to become a franchise? Green Flag Franchise will help you explore the potential and benefits of franchising your existing company. For a free consultation and coaching, visit GreenFlagFranchise.com. That's GreenFlagFranchise.com. And we're here for segment three with Naisha Harrington. Naisha has been up here one other time, and uh, it was before her first conference a little over a year ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were here talking about it. Only got to spend one segment that time. Uh, It's been our pleasure to have Naisha here for the entire day today, and so happy for it, and uh, grateful for what uh, God is doing through Naisha and through her her organization, it's really bigger than just something in Central Florida. It's a global ministry that God has put in her heart. And you know, it's one thing to say God put something in my heart, mm-hmm. but then you've had people from these other points around the globe mm-hmm. reach out to mm-hmm. you. That's got to have been very encouraging. Absolutely. You know, I I when the Lord called me to a global ministry, I just knew I had a heart for people. I had a heart for people, heart for ladies. And so when he told me to go forward with it, I just, I just agree with him. I agree with him and say, Lord, whatever you want to do, you can use me. You can trust me with your people because I love you. And if it's, if it's local is local, but if it's global, 
God, use me for your glory. And he has, he has, he has opened the doors. I have not had to do that. He has done it for me. He just tells me what to do and I obey him and I go for it. And he gives the increase every single time. I like the way you trust the Lord with all of that. And you use biblical expressions, I believe in the right way. Mm -hmm. He gives you the increase. You trust the Lord Mm -hmm. and, you know, we have to be very faithful to water. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the people who plant that seed, they don't ever get to see the fruit. Right. But somebody else does. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and that's okay if we don't get to see it Amen. because of the fact that we're just being faithful, doing what God's called us Amen. to do. Amen. And that's what he's doing with you. Amen. You see that in the Hebrews uh, 11, the Hallmark book of faith. We, we see that all the time where a lot of times, you know, they believe God by faith and then always see the fruit of what they believed in. And I, I believe this like that through generations. As a matter of fact, my last conference, my grandmother came, my mom came, my great aunts came, my sisters came. And I remember my grandmother saying to me, girl, you're it. I, we were praying, we was praying, uh, in the past about somebody for God to raise up one of the, you know, the, the kids and you are it, you're it. And so just to get that, that just that, um, uh, okay from my grandmother, my great aunt saying that you're the one, you're the one. I know that those prayers didn't start when I started, but it started from generations. So my great grandmother passed away, but guess what's happening right now? Legacy mm-hmm. is being built through me. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. That's so encouraging. And I know your, your daughter is watching all of this. Mm-hmm. It's got to be amazing for her to see how God is using her mom. Yes, yes, yes. Does she ever talk to you about that? They do. I mean, they're full ministry. I mean, they are. I and mean, if anyone knows my children, they are the fruit of what God has done in my life. I say, always say this, you can look at me and I can talk the talk. But when you look at someone's kids and when you look at the fruit that God has given them and you see God moving through them, mm-hmm. you know, you know that I'm not just talking the talk, but God has really moved the maneuver through my kids. And he has, uh, Tanaya, which is my daughter. She told me a story about one of her friends who didn't want to go to church. And, you know, she, she encouraged her to go to church. And now the whole family is going to church. Um, that's the kind of ministry God has put in their heart to really reconcile his people back to him through them. And I just, I love to see them do it. Sometimes it just takes that one conversation Mm -hmm. and not only is that person changed forever, but they go home and talk to their parents or their family members, their brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, and you could have a whole family suddenly Mm -hmm. attending a church all because of one contact. Absolutely. Most people say women's conference and it's just women. But when you, when you reach the woman, you reach the whole family. You know what? She's going to go back home. She's excited. She's a better woman. She's in a place where now she's healthy, healed, and confusion is broken, anxiety is broken, and she's ready to be her whole self. And guess what? Who guess who benefits from that? Everybody. Her husband, yeah. her children, her community, her that's job. Right. They're like, oh gosh, let me send you back to that conference. And let me. That's why everybody benefits from us being whole, not just just the women. Now, one of the things that we talked about during the break is uh, a theme that will be addressed and uh, is kind of like one of the big hot topics Mm -hmm. that I think is not only in women today, but is around the whole world, uh, men and women, this issue of identity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're living in this time where even one's identity regarding their gender is being questioned and we're, we're being asked to believe uh, stuff that is just not 
it's not even thinkable. Yeah. But there's so much, again, confusion out yeah. there. Identity is a big deal. And it, it's something that I believe everyone needs to have a right identity of who they are before they can ever be successful in just about any aspect of life. Would you agree? Amen. And even as you were talking, the Lord just spoke to me and he gave me second uh, Corinthians five and 17, where it says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. The old man is passed away and behold, all things are becoming new. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. So the new identity that is where your identity starts in Christ Jesus. And when your identity starts in Christ Jesus, you begin to seek him for who he says you are. And if he says that I'm love, I'm redeemed, I'm saved, I'm a child of God, then you have to by faith believe what he said about you and get rid of old belief systems because some of it's just old belief systems. Maybe you grew up in a different situation and people have instilled their belief systems on you. And so those old systems have to be broken. But when you are a, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Mm -hmm. So that's where your identity begins to start. And then he talks about it in Jeremiah before I formed thee, I knew thee, mm -hmm. I ordained thee, I sanctify thee to be a prophet to the nation. He says, I already knew who you were. And so in order for you to find out who I am, you have to come after me right? You have to come after me and establish your identity, not in the world and what people say about you. And sometimes not even what you say about you, but in what I say about you. You know, the word is so full of so many examples of just what you gave us, where the Lord formed us mm -hmm. in the mother's womb. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, that role, and we're living in a time now where a lot of people are wanting us to not even refer to them as mothers anymore, but birthing parents. Wow. And we're being told by people who are college professors that men can have babies. Wow. And I mean, this is just the, the craziest time. Wow. I mean, people need the right identity. Wow. They need to know that God's called them. He made us male and female, and God's way is the only way. And that's why I believe in having conferences and just ministering the gospel and Bible studies, because uh, the word of God is the only thing that can break off some of these things. You have to have the word of God, not my opinion, not what I feel like. But what does God say about me? Who mm -hmm. does he say that I am? Those are the only things that are going to break those barriers and those chains that we carry around. And so for me as a minister of the gospel, my job is to get the gospel out there, get the word of God out of there and allow God to draw. Right. He says, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And it's not even my job to do that. My job is just to lift them up and preach the gospel. And that's it. And he will do whatever it is that he was going to do anyway before the foundation of the world. Do you speak in other churches as well? When do you get invitations to go to ladies groups or whatever? I, I do. I do. I've gotten many invitations throughout the years and I have preached revivals. I've preached in churches. I actually be out when I, this is a uh, insert here. I'll be speaking at the uh, U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce event in October oh, as the, one of the main yeah. speakers. So that's going to be phenomenal. And my session is on community. And I cannot wait to give that word because I believe God is breaking even chains and how we deal with each other. That's the um, expo in October. It's the expo in October. And I cannot wait. But I get plenty of invites. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was just invited to preach Pentecost. Uh, weekend. Uh, and I declined it um, because I just felt like the Lord was telling me to rest at that moment. But I get so excited and so stirred up for the word of God. I love to deliver the word of God to his people because I believe it will be the only thing that is going to set them free. Well, you had this conference last year and now it's number two 
coming around. It's the Women Arise Conference. Want to be sure, and we get all of these details out. Again, Naisha Harrington is uh, the founder and the CEO Mm -hmm. uh, of this particular event and this ministry. And the ministry itself is called Arise Global Ministries. And the conference is going to be held at Church in the Sun. And that's on John Young Parkway in Orlando. They're going to have breakout sessions, main speakers, uh, provided a lunch and breakfast provided these girl chats that Naisha talked about. You're also going to have worship and prayer. And then this vendor expo thing is going to go on. That sounds so exciting. Oh my goodness. I only plan for 30 vendors and everybody started reaching out to me and saying, I want to be a part of it. I want to be a part of it. And what I did was I just prayed and asked the Lord, what do the women need? Because one of the things I always want to do is to refer them back. One of the benefits of, so I don't know if you know, but I'm in healthcare and I have a background in nursing, site, social work, uh, public health. I'm an epidemiologist, medical scientist, and I'm finishing up my doctor's degree now. So I'm finishing up my dissertation at this moment in health administration. And the beauty part about that is that I've, I've kind of grown up to resource out and to help people in many different areas. So the first thing I thought about with these vendor expos is who can help to uh, pour into these women even after the conference? What businesses can we connect to them that would get them where they need to be? And that's how I chose the vendors of this conference. Now, you said you you hoped for 30. How many do you have? I prayed for 30, and it's 40. It's 40. I'm I'm a a, a little soft-hearted. And I was like, okay, well, I think we can make another spot for you. And so now we have 40 vendors completely sold out sold out oh that's that's wonderful (laughs) well again this is a conference that she has so graciously offered scholarships for up to 50 women that are hearing this and you can write to naisha her name is naisha spelled n-y-i-e-s-h-a Harrington, and give us that email address one more time. Absolutely. It's Arise Global Ministries 2021 at gmail.com. And is there a deadline for when people can uh, uh, register? We know that the event is soon. Yes. Uh, is there a deadline this week? For those 50, 72 hours. So I'm giving you three days if you would like to come sponsor for free. By the end of this week. Though. By the end of this week. Uh, I would love for you to go ahead and reach out to me if you're interested in being a part of this conference. All right. So that offer is only good through Friday. Mm -hmm, All mm -hmm. right. Very good. And then the rest of you, if you'd like to find out more, you want to check it out, or maybe you've got a friend in another state, uh, they can get tickets through eventbrite.com. But all of that is available again at this website, ariseglobalministries.com. And again, the uh, event is August the 5th and the 6th, and Naisha is one of the speakers, and a whole bunch of other people will be there again. Worship, uh, you're going to have a great time, ladies. I hope you can take advantage of her generosity and give her uh, a contact today. What's ahead for you for the rest of this year? Well, the the Business Expo is one of them in October. Ah, that's right. That's yeah. that's right. And then just continuing to build the ministry. We've started an online platform for Rise Global Ministries and where we're going to be giving the word there and some Bible study. So that's going to be exciting. And you can find all of that out on our website at ariseglobalministries.com. 
And so we are also, and for me, finishing up this degree. Uh, uh, you know, I started to say, you know, I think there's going to be an equal amount of people that are going to want to hear you do a conference on time management. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because how do you do all the things you're doing? Uh, the Bible says, to whom much is given, much is required. And let me tell you, really, the trick is this. And it's not a really a trick. It's no secret. I spend my first part of my morning with the Lord. And I understand that he's given me capacity to be, to be able to carry the weight that he's given me. So to someone looking in, it may seem like a lot, but sometimes I feel like, oh Lord, I'm, I'm, I don't have anything to do. And people are like, you're so busy. I'm thinking to myself, I'm not busy yeah. because he has allowed the time and I don't even feel it. I don't feel the weight of everything that I'm doing. That's yeah. the grace of God. It's the grace of God. You got to know it. It's well, the grace of God. Can't tell you how much fun it's been to talk with you. Thank you for coming Always in. Always my pleasure. And Aisha Harrington, my guest. And friends, we'll see you next time right here on The Shepherd on Afternoons with Mike. <music>